All right, here is your Fox 4 crew. We start with Shannon Spake. Welcome for the first time. Bruce Feldman, the smartest up, our Heisman trophy. Bring it in tonight, baby. Matt Liner, Spencer <laughs> Tillman. Down the end, there, there is a reason, I'm sure, that Joel Clatton and Mr. Tim Brando That's are right. next. That's right. Back together again. We were expecting some sparks over in that corner of the table. Robert Smith, our Buckeye representative, and, of course, the commissioner, our leader, Stuart Mandel. Stu, lay out the guidelines for us. All right. Thanks, Rob. Welcome back, everybody who's been in the room before, and to all our newcomers. Welcome to the playoff committee. The way the actual playoff committee does their rankings, they don't just submit a list of their top 25 teams and call it a day. They take small groups of teams and debate them side by side. So before the show, you guys all submitted your top 10 teams. As I expected, Alabama is our unanimous vote for the number one seed. In years past, we look at that list of names that are up there. It's usually littered with SEC schools. I know. Only one's on it right now, but there's four from the Big Ten. So up next, we talk about two, three, and four. And yeah, the Big Ten is going to have a lot to say who the final four is. And we are ready for football. How about this? Defense balling out. Just never knows. Lots to play for. So there's your two champions from the last two years, Ohio State and Alabama. Looks like early on that both those teams are going to be in our Final Four. I don't want to give things away, but Ohio State brings up an interesting nuance to the college football playoff committee. This is a direct quote for them on selecting the top four teams in the playoff. Discretion to select a non-champion or independent under circumstances where that particular non-champion or independent is unequivocally one of the four best teams in the country. So it's as if that statement was perfectly tailored for Ohio State this year, right? They are not a champion, but are they unequivocally one of the four best teams out there? And to this point, the committee has never defined unequivocal. There has not been a team in the first two years, a non-champion, that fit Ohio State's profile. I believe they're unequivocal. They're 3-1 and one against the top 10, including that big road win at Oklahoma early in the season. 4-1 and one against the top 25. The one loss close on the road at Penn State. They would be my number two seed. We open it to the floor for anybody who wants to argue for somebody else. I think they're unequivocally deserving to be there because of the resume. You know, they've done these, uh, they've done the analysis on all these teams and they said, okay, well, this is our top 10. And if you're three and one against that group, that's fine. But when I think about head-to-head matchup, when I think about the way that Ohio State beat Michigan, but was dominated offensive line, defensive line, like thinking about them playing against Alabama, that could get ugly. I think about Clemson playing against Ohio State. So and you're that thinking who has line. the best chance to take yeah, on Alabama as your number two? I, 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 can't, I can't help but think of head-to-head matchups when I think of unequivocally better or unequivocally the best. And to say they're unequivocally the best on what they've done or what I think might happen, I, I can't help but, Listen, I know but combine the two. I, I can tell you unequivocally what's going to happen <laughs> in that room. Yeah. Everything moves toward entropy, toward decay. I don't care how deep of a dive we do about the history of their wins. Three significant wins, Michigan, Wisconsin, Oklahoma. Those are quality wins. It's about image and impression at that point. If I'm sitting, I'm one of the 12 or 13 sitting on that board, I'm saying to myself, let's do the deep dive to find out if materially this team is worthy. I think they've got the best coach. Urban has been here before. That's one of the criteria that I look at. I look at their quality wins and then the coach themselves. And then I always give everybody at least one mulligan. Yeah, well, let me, mulligan. Let me add this too. 
All right. The old coaches. What took you so long, too? <laughs> the old, the old coaches that sit on that. The old guard. Okay. They love football in a phone booth. Yeah. They love the physicality of the way Ohio State plays. To them, that's football, and branding matters. Okay. In 2011, before the college football playoff, if it hadn't been for the brand name of Oklahoma State versus Oklahoma, if Oklahoma had been in the position Oklahoma State was in, Alabama would not have gotten a rematch against LSU, and there likely wouldn't be a college football playoff because the smoke-filled rooms got together after that debacle and said, we've got to open this up and have four. Ohio State will be two with that committee Should because that be, of brand name said branding, and because of what they've done. But you said branding matters. It does. Should, no, I'm not disagreeing with you, but should it matter? No. Well, well, absolutely yeah. not. He's right. Well, let's, well, He's let's, absolutely right about that. Well let's, well, let's remember why we're asking this question in the first place, though. We're asking if they could be placed in over a conference because champion, and, and that hasn't happened yet. Uh, but you, Stu went into unequivocal. I, uh, you, you right, but, that, but that, that situation doesn't apply yet. But would it apply? Would it apply if Penn State wins the Big Ten championship and has beaten Ohio State? Would Ohio State unequivocally be the only one there? Are we, are we talking one of the four best teams? Are we talking about this week, right? We're talking about right now. Right now. Yeah. Top four, and right is now. There, is there even a debate? Do we all agree that Ohio State is the second best team right now? Sure. I think we I all think agree. They beat we all agree. We're they not talking about if they can beat Alabama yep. or if yep. Clemson, I think right now, based on their body of work, right. with the win against Michigan and that resume, and they're the second best team in the country, no matter what. Listen, Alabama is tremendous. But you have to admit, like, the Big Ten has had, I mean, that's the toughest conference right now. Ohio State has made it through that with one loss, a very close loss, at an extremely hostile place. And so, absolutely, they're number two. And, and, you know, when we look at this weekend, Alabama playing Florida, that's another conversation. What if they lose to Florida? What if they lose to Florida? They have one loss. Then you have to go conference by conference, I think. And Big Ten has been the stronger conference this year. I think year. what's really fascinating about this is we're not just talking about a team that didn't win its conference championship. We're talking about a team that didn't even make the right. conference right. championship. <laughs> I think it's, it's, it's going to be really hard for them. However, when you look at the other two one-loss teams, Washington and Clemson, Clemson played six one-possession games. They lost to Pitt. Washington is strength of schedule is not going to come anywhere near Ohio State's. And so right now, without the conference championship, I don't think it's close. I think Ohio State is so clearly the number two team in the country at this point. Agreed. I would agree. They're going to have to be. And, so, and Oklahoma State is a one-loss team. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So given that, for another segment. Given that, Joel, why maybe a better debate right now would be Clemson against Washington. Those two one-loss teams. Yeah, they're closer I, together, I would think. I, I would certainly. I think that you resumes you can take in any direction, right? You know, the statistics you can bend in any direction, whether you want to favor Clemson or you want to favor Washington. I, when I watch these two teams, I see Clemson as a team that has just eked by several very average football teams, whereas Washington hasn't had to do that. They have well, they beaten the they, people they, soundly they barely they beat Arizona. That's and true. Arizona and Arizona. Arizona. I needed overtime. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can bring up Troy. I can bring yeah. up the pit loss. I can bring up several examples for Clemson. I would... For me, Washington is the number three team in the country. I can use my eye test. I can also use Clemson's not a conference. They went to Auburn. Auburn's pretty good. Yeah. You know, I mean, as as mediocre as South Carolina is, South Carolina is better than anybody that Washington plays in. Well, in a perfect world, what they want to make sure of, what they what they want to make sure of, is they keep Clemson away from Alabama opening round because that's the team. We're not arguing 
whether Ohio State should be number two. But I, think, I, I agree I, Ohio I State should be number two. I think your position is like you're, got the like best you're a TV matchmaker, not like the playoff committee. I am not sold on Washington. Why are we talking about brands yeah. and who's going to play? Shannon, why aren't you Alabama sold on Washington? At some point, aren't we? I mean, all due respect, <laughs> this is what I can't stand about the adults <laughs> in the room in college football. Just rank the teams right. based on what the kids do on the field. Agreed. Completely. And for me, right now, Washington has earned the number three spot over Clemson because of what they've done on the Joel, football. I'm not sold on Washington. We've seen them a couple times this year, and, and this past weekend, I didn't know who was going to show up. Mm -hmm. We saw them at USC. We saw them at Utah. I did not know what team was going to show up. Shannon, that USC team's pretty good. Though. It is. Yeah, but I mean, we saw them struggle against Utah, too. So we've got a vote. And we, we've, seen, we've seen a North, by the way, that Washington has gone against that has had a down year yeah. with, between Oregon and Stanford. Washington's had one real test, Shannon. You talk about it against USC. Yeah. Yeah. They would dominate it. Everyone says Stanford has got a down year. They lose their quarterback, go nine and three. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty right. good. If you go nine and three in the SEC, you're like 12th. So we got yeah. 12th or 24th. That's true. They don't have a second nine and that's three. That's true. So we got to vote. I would just point out real quickly Michigan, even after the loss to Ohio State, uh, three top 10 wins, still very much in the picture as of today, since we haven't gotten to the conference championship games yet. Anyway, I would like everybody to rank these teams one through six, and that will determine Not the rest of our top Alabama, four. Correct? Not including Alabama. Still to come on the Fox College Football Playoff Preview. Uh, I think the playoff system's uh, worked really well uh, so far. Uh, the top four to two teams are, are meeting and having great games. I know our fans are excited about it. I know our players are excited about it. I think it's, it's been good for college football. The experience is, is so different than dreaming about it. Our guys are chomping at the bit ready to you know, charge back up the mountain. I think it's been good. I think you kind of feel like it's got room to grow and it could really take off if we can expand it. I think it's been great for discussions during the season, having a number of people involved in the decision-making process, voting. I think it's been great. They did the right thing, and they could probably do a little bit more. But great event. I'm a big fan of it, and we have to find a way to get back there. So some of those coaches already talking about expansion. We're not going to discuss that right now, guys. And Urban Meyer, sorry, sorry, that's another another hour show for next year. And Urban Meyer saying he's got to fight to get his way back to the Final Four. Let's reveal our Final Four. The Buckeyes in there. Yeah, good start for Urban Meyer. He yeah. is. He and the Buckeyes are our number two. They are two. Clemson, who gave Alabama such a tough game in the national championship last year. They are our number three. I am an awesome Vanna White. There's three. <laughs> and number four. Number four, drum roll please. It is the Washington Huskies. Well, they got well, the well. nod. So we happy with this? Who's, who's upset and bothered by the way this is laid out right now? I think it makes perfect good sense. What do they all three have in common, right? Quarterback play. Anybody that's making any significant progress this year, including the freshman, Jalen Hurts at Alabama, those are elite quarterbacks that you're talking about right there. You got one, you got a shot. And not so much with these three is what you're telling me. Over exactly. There, right? So if this today. stays this way, it's Alabama versus Washington. If it were to stay this way, Correct. Going. So let me ask you this, Joel, because you love the front seven for Alabama. Yeah. What kind of wake-up yeah, call is that going to be for JT? Listen, <laughs> I would be nervous for JT Barrett, Deshaun Watson, or Jake Brown. So, you know, to, to be clear, I'd, any team that goes in there at four, and I would say in any other year, you don't really care about your seed. You just want to have a seat at the table. But this year... It's a little different. You really want to get to that 2-3 game yep. because seeing Alabama in a, a national semifinal when Nick Saban has time to prepare for you, I don't think is the most advantageous way to go about winning a and, national And to add to that point, your semifinals this year, 
Atlanta and Arizona. You're the number one seed. It's they seed game. you closest to home. So that is ATL for Alabama. That is a home game for them. Meanwhile, Ohio State, Clemson, Arizona. Can I throw out one little fun factor about what Joel was saying? Of those guy, of those coaches on there, who's the guy who you think is is really scary when he has a lot of time to prepare? He breaks out all the tricks. He's great right. with upsets. Chris, Chris Peterson. Chris Peterson. Peterson. Yeah. No doubt. I think, and but he's he never had the chance. Yes, he's had the chance to be a BCS buster, but he hasn't had a chance to do it when like the chips are in the middle of the right. table. He would have a chance to do that. Before we wrap this up in such a nice holiday bow, okay? You're keeping Clemson away from Alabama until the championship, which is great for the committee. Yep. It's great for college football. If the because you want, thinking, Tim, I'm you just telling you, if the committee is thinking of that, I'm quitting. Well, I'm just telling you, there are no checks and balances. And we all should. And we all there should. There are no and checks and balances. Should, well, and everyone Joel, should. That's it's just, not going to be a perfect, fair that's world. That's not what we should talk I about. I know, Mr. Homogenize, but that's <laughs> not, it doesn't work that way. They get into this room, and they say, all right, what's best for the game? Oh, we, we want to keep Do this team. Do you really say that? I, this I team so. and this team. I've done the mock Mr. committee. I, I've talked to, no, they, no, they will not manipulate the seedings. It's in the best interest of college football for Clemson to not play Why? Alabama. Why Clemson? Last year? They were going yeah, purely on brand. Until they allow cameras on that day when they're selecting the team, I think any supposition that it could be couldn't be like that is bogus. Well, there's one there's one exception though, that they've said. <laughs> if, a, if, a, if a lower seed would have a, an, a home field advantage over a higher seed, they would manipulate the seeds in that instance. The only, right? the only way they would do it is if the number one seed was at some sort of disadvantage. Gotcha. The number one seed always gets placed So they the would just switch the whole area. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, let me just say, Joel, I hope he's right. I just don't think he is. Well, I mean, I, all just, right, I, mean, I hope he's right, but notion, I just don't think he this is. This notion that this is all of a sudden Texas USC of 2005 is, is preposterous. Why you got to tell you why, because those two teams. There's the shot across the bow. He's emboldened. He's emboldened now. Oh, no no question about it. Listen, the reason I bring that year up. the season was a couple weeks longer, where USC would be in this conversation right now, but that's. Bring that year up to say that that was one of the years where there was so clearly just two teams that yeah, deserved right. a shot. I mean, mm -hmm. and that's clearly not the case with Clemson. They've turned the ball over 22 times. Watson's thrown 13 interceptions. They're minus one turnover differential. They almost lost to Troy. They almost. We're talking know, about matchups. This were the BCS and it was Alabama versus Ohio State. I don't think it would be all that controversial. People would say, yeah, they are the top two teams. I totally. How agree. many yards? How many yards did Watson have on that vaunted Alabama defense? That was right? last year. I don't Georgia. care. I've seen that quarterback the other quarterbacks I have not seen against Alabama and what I did see from JT Barrett against Michigan was garbage other than his run game Joel, do you he think, didn't pass it on him do you think he ran it do you think Clemson would you favor Washington over Clemson if they played on a neutral field tomorrow yes you would yes yeah. that's why I'm at number three really? wow really? all right well let's yeah. tee up our next really? let's tee up our Clemson next conversation here because we got three teams team from okay. one conference still lurking out there and two of them Still have a game to play. The Big Ten is far from done in messing up this <laughs> college football playoff scenario, my friends. I think the Big Ten Conference is uh, one of the premier conferences, if not the premier conference in the country. There is no place like it for college football. You have to be at your best week in and week out because that's really what it takes to be successful. Tremendous coaching, tremendous players. I, I marvel every week at uh, 
how good the players are. Watch this speed for the goal line. Touchdown. You know you're in for a football fight every single Saturday. The different personalities of coaches that have come into the league, obviously how successful we've been in bowl games, national championships, you know, the reputation has, has changed. Back in 2012, I, I was shocked by the disrespect nationally for the Big Ten. And now in 2016, there's zero disrespect. There are great teams in our conference and they're proving it. All right, committee, one thing we've never had, two teams from one conference make it to the college football playoffs. I actually thought in the preseason the ACC would send to Florida State Clemson. That certainly didn't pan out, but when we did our little final rankings, it was Michigan at five, Wisconsin six, Penn State seven. Oh, by the way, these two meet Saturday night in the Big Ten Championship game. Does a winner between Wisconsin and Penn State jump up into one of these, and yes, I know, They've got to play Virginia Tech and they've got to play Colorado. But let's just assume, does a win for Wisconsin or Penn State, Maddie, give them enough to vault them up somewhere above four? Mm. Only if one of those two teams lose, in my opinion, Clemson or Washington. Has to. They have to lose. I, 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 in my opinion, I think a one-loss Washington conference champ is in in the fourth spot. If Clemson wins, Ohio, or Ohio State's done. I think they're a lock for the fourth spot. Well, their only losses, though. Let's let's first of all let's let's point out here that the two teams playing in the conference championship are behind two <laughs> other teams, right? And they're, and they're and they're both teams have lost to number five Michigan. So I think that's interesting. If you're telling me that if Wisconsin wins the Big Ten championship to a Penn State team that beat Ohio State, that they shouldn't jump in front of Washington because the only two teams that they would have lost to were two teams ahead of them at number five and number two. Well, what about this? If Clemson or Washington were to lose this week, why wouldn't Michigan go into that top four? Yeah, I agree with Shannon on that. Michigan, if, if we agreed, most people did, that Ohio State and Michigan were top three teams when they met on Saturday, and Michigan took them to overtime on the road, questionable spot on that one at JT Barrett play. I think you can make a legitimate argument they're still one of the four you best can. teams. Can, can I stop you here, though? If, Iowa. If Penn State wins the, wins the Big Ten, they are in the toughest division in college football this year. They would be 11-2. and two. They have a head-to-head -head win over Ohio State. Now, I know Michigan blew them out. And they but if they win Pitt. the division, and they lost and they lost by the way, so did uh, so Clemson. Let me get back to this. Penn State would have won the division and won the conference, yet you're telling me Ohio State and Michigan Neither one won the division, would go to the playoff, and they wouldn't? What's the point of winning? I, I hear with Bruce what you're saying, but I think Penn State is in a very precarious situation. They needed two things to happen. They got the Michigan State win, right? Now, to beat Whiskey in the championship game, I think that can still happen, and they still get shut out. Yeah. The fact that Ohio State is already there is problematic, in my opinion, potentially for Washington. Here's why. The NCAA Tournament Selection Committee blueprint, which states, take a look and value the non-conference schedule. Regardless of how many conference wins against Power 5 teams and, and non-conference wins against Power 5 teams, Joel, that non-conference schedule for Washington could become a real problem if Penn State boat races so Wisconsin. Who did Penn State beat in the non-conference? Penn State has beaten three teams with a winning record. Yeah, the committee's big on this. The Washington non-conference schedule is by far the worst of that lot.
And they become vulnerable only because Ohio State beat Michigan, He's not Michigan beating Ohio State. I'm going to throw a hypothetical yeah. in there. What if Clemson and Washington were to lose and Wisconsin, uh, Penn State were to win? Yeah. Do you then put Michigan and Penn that's, State That's an obvious. That makes it easy for the right, community. We take these yeah. two out. Are, are they both out with a loss? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Losing the Pac-12, losing the ACC. I think it's a no-brainer that the winner of the Big Ten right. goes, right? So Maybe let's take, second, let's take both of them. Second, and let's just, yeah. for hypothetical reasons, all right, they're going to share three, all right? But... Folks, there's a couple other programs out there yeah. that belong in this conversation. Yeah. Somebody's Colorado Buffaloes. Mm. Get on in there. It could be your Pac-12 champions, we the lost, Bad Magnet. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. So that's an interesting uh, situation we've got because you've got Michigan beat Colorado head-to-head. -head. Yep. Ohio State beat Oklahoma head-to-head. -head. Well, these two will sort each other out. Bedlam. Saturday, right? Your de facto right. Big 12 championship game until we actually have one next year. So we'll be there. One of these two will take themselves out. Yep. Colorado, if they don't take, well, we're saying they're going to beat Washington, right? If we're pulling Washington yep. out, that means the buffs are in. Right. But does that give them enough to vault the winner of Wisconsin-Penn State? And no. Michigan. Does that get them? Are we talking three Big 10 teams in the Final Four? How the hell did that just happen? We're going to have issues with four teams. You know, this little walk in the park for the committee the first two years ends when we have multiple teams <clears throat> from the same conference. This will be the first time that we have non-champions right. among the four, period. And we're talking about maybe two non-champions. We've heard so much the of the narrative talking about championships matter, and in this context, it's yeah. not. Well, well, let's play I, that. What matters here's, less. here's what I don't quite understand. Why wouldn't Penn State go to the playoff over Ohio State? They won the same division that they play in. They won the conference that they both play in. Absolutely. And they won the game that they both played in. So I think why it's out, out of conference schedule? Out of conference schedule is the reason. Listen, I, I get it. And that, that, that win in Oklahoma, Oklahoma resonates. Resonate. Let's, let's, not, let's not forget what the committee did the first week as well. They kept Washington out of the top four for a Texas A&M team that ended up losing to LSU that lost to Wisconsin. Is it best team or most deserving? Because would you say... Well, they're going to say best. Would you I say believe it should be most deserving because okay, I'm so tired of rewarding brands and coaches <laughs> and I want to reward players that play He's on the such field. such a good so Why so is Penn State, State more deserving? deserving. Ohio State has played five top 25 teams and they're four and one. How much weight do you give to the actual head-to-head -head of what happened on the I don't. I think head-to-head comes if they're close. Well, those six are good well, again, to go back to what Joel is saying, to go back to what Joel is saying, you know, his point about Washington, and I get it, fairness, deserving, okay, uh, let's throw some bouquets Oklahoma State's way just a little here. Yeah. yeah. This team has improved markedly. Uh, it, it should be ranked ahead of Oklahoma. Tim, are they right a one-loss Cowboy team Absolutely. or are they a two-loss Cowboy Well, the committee, team? see, that's the thing. And these guys have great integrity, don't get me wrong, but they practice situational ethics every week. Yeah. Because they, they, they can tell you that, no, they're a two-loss team, but after they win a championship, that changes things. If they beat Oklahoma and they now are a champion, now you have to look at them through a different prism. People will not, in a private room without consequences, will not see that as an inconsequential loss. They'll say, how can your MAC team beat you? How can you even be close? Right. They're not even going to give you credit for that. Oklahoma State will be penalized for that loss in a private room without consequences. Mm -hmm. Publicly, what they'll say is, that's a win. Who can disagree with that? They were robbed. The officials have meted. I mean, people paid a, a price for that. But ultimately, I think that they will pay for it.
And again, that's you got to put an asterisk beside me because I'm a Sooner. Well, but the bottom line is, I've, Oklahoma State's a very good ball club. Well, they won the game. There's there's an objective rule that says that a that a play was added to the game incorrectly. Then you could you should be able to go back and correct that. But look at the larger issue, though. What's the signature victory for the Big 12 this year? It, it's West Virginia yeah. over BYU. I'll answer it for you. Yeah. That's so no, I mean, that's no signature, who's, win, my friend. So, so what conference has no, beaten anybody? But the Oklahoma State over over Pitt. Yeah. Oklahoma State. Oh, yeah. Pitt. Yeah. Pitt beat a couple of the teams we're talking about. Well, look, this Pitt scenario State. is not, not a great win. I'm just saying it's better not than what you're doing. smile down. <laughs> but this is beauty. This leads to our next segment. It's the segment that Shannon's been asking for since our first segment. <laughs> Shannon wants chaos. Yeah. Shannon, I'm going to give you your My chaos. Segment. Let's see if you can handle chaos in the next segment. I can handle it. The chaos theory states that whatever can happen will that we don't know and can't predict the future, no matter how certain it seems. In college football, every year, chaos rules. Let's talk chaos. Let's start at the top. Bama, are they a Final Four team no matter what happens in yes. Atlanta? Yes, yes, they are. We agree. Absolutely. A lot. We Clinched agree. the playoff berth. Okay. I now want the queen of chaos, <laughs> Shannon Spade. Get up here and join me. And take me through it. What's the first chaotic moment that you want to see happen? Uh, what do you mean? Like, uh, I think, let's, let's say Clemson out. Clemson's out. They lose the ACC championship game to Virginia Tech. Let's say Washington wins. Okay? Who fills this void wherever it's three or four? Is it the winner of Bedlam? Is it the winner of the Big Ten? Winner of the Big, Big Ten. Ten. I think it's the winner of the Big Ten. Big Ten. Regardless. Yes. Yep. Shannon, you agree? Michigan doesn't no, go Michigan, in above no, one of these Michigan's guys? Michigan's out in that no. case. Even though they beat both of those teams, and I understand Michigan had a great year, but you've got to honor the championship at that point. You've okay. got, got a greater debate with Oklahoma State Oklahoma if State they win won. a road game yeah. in Bedlam that is a de facto Big 12 championship. They get more credit than, in my opinion, any other champion. Queen of Chaos. Okay, I'm going to go what three I did and four. before. Yes, get him yeah. out of there. <laughs> All right. Oh. So that means we have Colorado. Put in the buff. Your Pac-12 <laughs> champion. Put him in. <laughs> Michigan is still it's not still playing, but throw them out. Michigan has to go I, in at this point. I, I think at that point, your Big Ten champ goes. Okay, so it's either a Wisconsin or Penn State is, is somewhere in here. And then you're going to be splitting hairs, hairs. Yes. between yeah. the winner this of Bedlam and Michigan. Yeah. If it's I, Colorado's out. Who are If it's Oklahoma, Who are we saying beats Bed, uh, wins Bedlam in this scenario? Now we're saying Bedlam decides it. Yeah. is in there. Well, who, I who do we think wins that Bedlam game? Winner. Well, it's got to be Oklahoma State, in my opinion. has to be. You can't put Oklahoma there. They're winning at home. I think that actually Colorado has an argument if you're talking about the winner of Bedlam. Mm -hmm. But where then Colorado would fall short is that Michigan won right. head to head. So see, for me, this is a triangle. Yeah. I think I think Oklahoma or Oklahoma State has a great argument, but as soon as you start bringing in the Michigan and the Colorado element, yeah. I, they may go Michigan there. Yeah. Are we losing Oklahoma? Uh, and, Oklahoma and State's and de facto let's, championship. Let's not forget branding. Let's not forget Argument. that term. Where does Michigan rank in brand? Let's forget this. Forget about Let's forget brand. Hold on. Well, speaking of Michigan head-to-head. Until we, head to head. we start using computers, this is all subjective. 
Bruce. I'm sorry. Tim, these are guys in a you, committee you're room. You're not Bob Aaron. With no we do not need to like have these matchups and branding. I think you're overthinking this. No. So are we saying Oklahoma cannot get into the four, no matter what amount of chaos the is out ceiling there? On okay? Yes. Okay? The We're ceiling. done. Can Colorado get into the four, no matter what chaos goes on? It's, Michigan is just too – okay. they can't get over they Michigan get over at Michigan. that point. So we're I now down, right, Shannon, to these as much as I would love four <laughs> that have a shot to cut into these four. We're down to 18. That's progress, everybody. We're yeah. down to eight. That's it. And now everybody wants an 18, 18 playoff. <laughs> we'd be we done. Show it me over. We did it. <laughs> All right, Matt Liner, take me through – the case where Michigan gets into the four. How is that happening? Well, <laughs> you're going to take your three and four back out. Yeah. Just like you had it. Oh, Overall you're, try you're trying to get me to put three Big Ten teams in there, aren't you? I'm not. Yeah, I'm you not. are. I'm no, curious. Okay. <laughs> How do you not? If Isn't not chaos not. fun? We're loving chaos. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to mend some fences during the break. We're going to go back to our original final four and tell you who your national champion is going to be this year. L.J. Scott running right. No, he didn't get in. Or did he? Yes. Touchdown, Spartans. The Michigan State Spartans are the Big Ten champions. Hello, college football playoff. That victory led to a playoff spot for Sparty last year. Big Ten Saturday night championship game, Penn State, Wisconsin. Of course, we had Bedlam on Saturday in Norman, Cowboys and Sooners. But it all starts Friday, 8 Eastern, the Pac-12 championship game, Washington, Colorado, live on Fox. But we're going to stay with this as our original four, okay? And we're going to take this as a matchup, and we're going to say semifinal number one, 12-31 in Atlanta, Bama, Washington. Joel Klatt, who wins this one? Bama. Anybody not think Alabama's going to win this one? No, but it'll be closer than the experts think. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to go Alabama. Semi number two in Arizona, Ohio State, Clemson. Matt, make me your case for the winner. I'm going Clemson. Um, I think defensively, what we've seen with Ohio State's offensive line, I think Clemson's got a very good, uh, very good front. Bruce, I totally agree, and I was waiting for Matt to get to it. I have way more confidence in Deshaun Watson than I have in JT Barrett. Wow, Robert, you agree? I do agree, and I, when I look at Ohio State and I look at their struggles uh, with a young secondary, even against Michigan. Uh, Clemson and, and the complement of weapons that they have is going to be too much. I think you guys are very underselling Ohio that Ohio State defense, that pick did. six yeah. that swung the game against Michigan. We salivate, I think, for the Urban Meyer-Nick Saban matchup in the championship. It's kind of like the unspoken elephant in the room. Everybody wants that because Urban's... He didn't that's believe that. Yeah, that's <laughs> not the elephant in the room. I don't know. Urban's, For you, Urban's, it's Tim's Urban's, elephant. Urban's, <laughs> Urban's had success. I got a lot of elephants. I guess. Raise your hands if you have Clemson winning this battle. Clemson moves on, and it's a rematch. Sorry, Stu. Of last year's championship game. I'll live. Stu, January 9th, right, in Tampa, Florida. Yep. Who wins? You got to go with Alabama. This is a team that 
went through the entire month of November. The defense did not give up a single touchdown. Down the line, quick takes. Yeah, I, I think Alabama as well. Uh, Jalen Hurts has improved as the season's gone on. Going to have that much more time in bowl practice. I'm disagreeable, always. But I do think Clemson just will be able to attack Alabama in a way that they have not been able mm. to be attacked by any team they've played in the SEC. First vote for the Tigers, Joel. I just don't see it. I, I don't see it with Clemson. They just haven't shown me anything this season. Mm. Three to one, Shannon. I think everyone will say it's very difficult to beat a team twice, beat a team three times, but I am taking Alabama, no matter who they meet in the <laughs> national championship. Take all of the, the teams on that on that board against Alabama, and I think Alabama, they're just elite. I hate to agree with Tim. <laughs> I'm going like to sit across from Tim. <laughs> but I agree with almost everything he said. I thought it went so well this season. I agree with almost everything he said. What's interesting to me is, I, almost a year ago at this time, Jalen Hurts, a high school guy, I'm going with Clemson. I'm going. I'm going to go with Clemson as well. You got, did you get talked into that a little No, bit? I was listening to Timmy. You have to have game changers. You have to have those special types of players, Curtis Samuels, Bill Pepper type of players. Clemson has those guys on offense, in my opinion, and more than one. Mm -hmm. I'm coming back full circle with the whole notion of quarterback play will ultimately win it for you. As tempting as it is to see this young freshman quarterback at Alabama do what he does, Deshaun Watson is a better quarterback. Clemson is going to win. For the time! Wow! Hello! Right. You're, the, you're oh, the tiebreaker, Rob. Oh. You're the tiebreaker. Stoner. Come on. Well, where's Colgate on this thing? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even get a magnet. That's outrageous. Come on. Yeah. What are you talking about? It's Alabama. Common sense. For a reason. You keep her on beating as the SEC. Get it together. Thanks for watching the Fox College Football Playoff Preview.